Business Beat brought to you on the Michigan Business Network. I'm Chris Holman, and we're coming to you today from our studios at the Capital Region International Airport. And we're actually going to stay in town for one of Foster Swift, Collins and Smith's, I don't know, 14 offices across the state. What is it, six now? <laughs> we have, um, no, we have three main offices. There you go. Mikhail Mershak is with us. He's a senior attorney at uh, Foster Swift. And you guys, in fact, are serving six offices across the state. Your area of expertise, Mikhail, let's have your credential before we launch on all this. Sure. Thanks, Chris. I've been in practice for a little over 20 years now, almost exclusively in intellectual property law, which is an umbrella term that usually covers patents, trademarks, copyrights, trade secrets. And so I primarily focus on startups and helping them navigate their needs when it comes to intellectual property. Yeah. And I know you've been very involved in the Inventors Association as well. This is a really interesting group of people and really bring forth a lot of innovation. Yeah, that's right. I think you hit it right on the head. There's a lot of people that have ideas and then they take it upon themselves and their own time and effort to try to make those ideas a reality. That's a long process. This isn't something that happens overnight. You know, they think of a problem, they come up with a solution. They might go to the hardware store and kind of cobble together what some people refer to as a hobo type. I don't know if that term is appropriate anymore, but eventually they have to start thinking about what are they going to do with this idea in their hands and how do they commercialize it? And I always try to steer them to those questions first before they just hire a lawyer and start paying them money or getting on legal zoom and start paying for things that they might not need right away, or they don't know what's happening. So there's like this black box. And I come from the line of education. I teach at the law school. I taught when I was in college. And so I think it's really important that my clients move forward with all the information and we try to educate them on the process. Well, you know, it's kind of interesting because one of the things you always find are, I don't want to say nefarious, but there are some people who operate in the shadows on this. Tell us about trademark trolls, what they are. Yeah. So thanks for asking that question. So a trademark troll is just another word for someone who's trying to charge you money or find a way to extract money from you to continue to move forward with what you're doing. So if you think of an actual troll from the stories, or not the actual trolls, but at least the fictional trolls, they jump up from under the bridge out of nowhere while you're on your path towards whatever adventure you're on, and they make you pay a toll to cross the bridge. Right. That goes back to Monty Python or a million other examples. Similarly, this is a situation where a company is moving forward with their branding or identity. And out of nowhere, someone pops up with a scary email or a message that is an indication that they need to hire the services of this organization or do something proactively to pay for something. Otherwise, their rights or their business is threatened. So all of a sudden they are confused. This came out of nowhere. They don't understand it. But the way it's written is it sounds very authoritative and it's misleading and misguided. And if it's a law firm, which is what we're seeing pop up now, it's unethical because they're soliciting. Well, they're soliciting in a nefarious way, basically saying like, hey, Chris, Michigan Business Network, there's trademarks that are being filed with that name. And if you don't act now and contact our firm you're going to lose rights. And by the way, the law states that you have to do this in order to have rights. And so, you know, this is critical or this is absolutely necessary. And people forward email. All of a sudden, I started getting emails from partners that their clients were getting these messages. 
And I said, well, if this is a real law firm, this is unethical solicitation for legal services, which as lawyers, we're bound by rules. We can't just email people out of the blue and say, you should hire us to do the X, Y, and Z. Well, Mikhail, it's interesting that you mentioned us because early in our existence, we had this happen twice. Okay. Uh, It was someone out on the East Coast, and then it was someone out on the West Coast. So what does someone do when they're approached by a trademark troll? So the first thing you have to do is recognize everyone should be aware, from at least from a knowledge standpoint, that no lawyer should ever reach out to you requesting or demanding that you have to hire them to help you because you're in danger of some sort of risk, right? Not risk of going to jail, but you might lose rights to your name. No actual lawyer or reliable lawyer or ethical lawyer should ever be contacting you in that way. So that immediately is a red flag. And if you have a red flag like that, you should put that in a special folder. Do not respond to them. And if you have an attorney either on staff or you rely on a business attorney or trademark lawyer, forward that to them and be like, what do I do with this? Is this actually valid? Because in both instances, we did a search to see what the threat was identified in that email saying, hey, this threatening activity is happening. And if you want to protect yourself, you need to contact us. That should never happen. And if it does, contact the lawyer. And we looked it up and we found no evidence of whatever they were saying. So that to me sounds like a troll who's trying to get you to click and find their way to their office. Yeah, it's interesting because at the bottom is the advice I always get a hold of a professional. Don't do it yourself because that's a bit of a problem. Mikhail Mershak, he's the senior attorney with Foster Swift, Collins and Smith, who are all throughout the state of Michigan, as a matter of fact. Thanks for taking the time, my friend, and clearing that up a little bit. We appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, good luck. If anyone has any questions, feel free to reach out and find me on our website. There you go. All right. Thanks, Jess. Business Beat on the Michigan Business Network. I'm Chris Holmes.